Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Okay, my darlings. Hello. Let's do a little Q&A, shall we? Shall we? God damn it. Really starting off strong here. Q&A, shall we? Okay. First question. Tattoo advice. Your tattoo laser removal journey and tips for young women looking to get a tattoo. Okay. I'm going to tell you a little secret. So I was just so wild in my 20s. And I grew up in... A town that was, you know, Pasadena is pretty small. There's a lot of schools, but like once you kind of like lock into like the school you go to, you're, you know, I drove out to the west side a lot and hung out with some kids over there. But for the most part, it's, you know, you're in like a small school and people were pretty judgy and just normal, normal suburban high school shit. I felt, you know, I had been teased a lot for my weight and then had like a glow up in my junior and senior year of high school and, you know, was getting my spray tans and like had like clip in hair extensions and was like very concerned with what I looked like. And then I moved to New York and the coolest girls I've said this before had like baggy shirts on without bras and like just normal jeans and like sneakers. It was peak like Alexander Wang era and looking done up and like doing your hair was not the vibe. And so, you know, I went from being 18 and being like, oh my God, I have to have my mascara on and I have to do this to like transitioning, like really naturally, because I did kind of always have like, you know, I've always had my like tomboy tendencies uh, mixed in with being like super feminine because I just grew up in Southern California with many brothers and lots of guy friends. But I was able to feel super comfortable not really wearing a lot of makeup and like, you know, letting my hair just dry straight and wet, like no big deal. So I went with a friend of mine who has passed away. It was so sad because he was an important person in my life and the life of my best friend and roommate, Alicia. And uh, he took me to get a tattoo one day. He was getting one and he was getting a tattoo for a friend of his who had 
passed away. And the tattoo was of the word sincere, which the friend who had died, his name was Joey Sems, had like tattooed on his stomach. And so Kent was like, I'm going to get a sincere tattoo. And I was like, you know what? I want, he was like, why don't you get one too? And so I get the tattoo, but I had them do the same stencil that Kent had, but I had them do it in white ink. And that was really my little taste of the medicine, right? I was like, ooh, and it looks, I still love it. It's beautiful. But you know, it's kind of like a giant fuck you to ask a tattoo artist to give you a fucking white tattoo, which now I think it's obviously way more popular and many people would be thankful to do it. But at the time it was like, you have no tattoos or you like, it wasn't the days of like a little sparse tat. It was like heavy fucking tattoos and like thick lines. Scott Campbell was like, <clears throat> kind of started doing like lighter inkings at the time. But like for the most part, they were like thick and heavy. So then I got a second one from that same tattoo artist. I can't remember. It was like on Ludlow, like deep on the Lower East Side. And I got the, the name Pia, which is my name's Laura Pia. So Pia, Laura Pia is my first name, but Pia is also my, is my mom's real first name. So I got Pia. And then I just like started getting like little things. Like I got the number seven on the side of my wrist. And then one day I started getting like bigger things and I would do them in moments where I felt very stressed and almost like it was like a way for me to feel pain, which I obviously like, I know a lot of people speak about often, right? Like there's a million different ways to get tattoos. It's everybody's personal journey. But for me, there was definitely a lot of them that was like a way for me to just like, you know, feel something as somebody who is in my very early twenties and kind of, you know, kind of like growing up and having growing pains being in New York and kind of outside of my comfort zone and realizing that I had grown up in such like a small world and meeting other people and going through my first kind of like friendship and social traumas as an adult and then thinking back on like childhood things, you know, it was like you just go through your like angsty. I didn't have like an angsty. I did kind of have an angsty teen period when, when I was in eighth grade, but I really went through my like angsty teen stuff in my early twenties. So, I mean, I have a fucking tattoo on the side of my hip that says that I would still get today. It says hail Mary full of grace, but it is in the thickest, worst font. It is so awful. Then I got a big one on my wrist, which I've had since removed for a dog that I had that had died. I had a puppy, a pit bull puppy that I got in New York and I would bring him back and forth. You know, so when I was freelance, I would like get a job in LA and come on here and stay with my parents and I'd bring the dog because he was small enough to, he was a puppy. And then one time I had to go to New York for work and then come right back. So I left the dog here and he got out. He like dug a hole under the gate and got out and got hit by a car. And I didn't know about it. Like nobody told me because they didn't know how to tell me. And my cousin texted me who was like traveling somewhere and said, I'm so sorry about your dog. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong? Like what happened to my dog? And I called my mom and I was like, where's the dog? And she's like, what are you talking about? She's like, she didn't know what to do. They didn't know if they were going to fly out. I mean, it was awful. This dog was my whole life you know how much I love dogs. And this was like my first dog as an adult. Like I got him because the guy across the street from me had a litter. It's so why I like knew the dog when it was 
just like feeding on its mom. I mean, it was awful. So I went straight to a tattoo shop like any angsty young 20 year old and got his name Miller tattooed like really big on my wrist. And I, at the time I was like, I just want like something small. And like he put the stencil on and I was like, yeah, go for it. And then this like giant and the font was just so bad and it was just huge and dark. And I like ripped around with that for a long time. And then I have one under my arm that one of my friends, Giuliano, likes to refer to as the big tomato, which is a sacred heart. And that was a cover up for like a little thing that I had that said, thank you. But the guy had like done it wrong and it like bled out. So it looked like a huge bruise. And I got thank you on my arm because I was like, you know what? I feel like gratitude. And so I like, you know, rocked that for a while and it was awful. And then one day I went through like a bad breakup and I was like covered up and I had it covered up with a giant sacred heart. That is so bad that I've had lasered twice. It's such a big tattoo that it's like the pain is excruciating and my arm is swollen for so long, but I need to just, I was just thinking today that I need to call and make the appointment because the other two that I got removed have been removed seamlessly. And I had just like a few other, like this dumb thing on my finger that I don't even want to explain. It's just dumb. Like I was at like a party and getting stick and pokes and like tattoos on your finger usually always fall out and it just fucking stayed. Yeah. I don't even want to tell you some of the shit that was on my finger. It was, it was just so embarrassing. So here's my advice. There are so many beautiful tattoo artists now. It's a completely different time. You're not walking into a random shop. You're not getting something from flash. I think everyone's standards have been elevated because we have just access to so much more visually. So I think regardless, you know, if you see something you like on somebody else, which is, you know, most often how you get inspiration for a tattoo where before like the people around me didn't have these like cute little tattoos. They had these like giant things. And so I think in my head, I knew that I wanted a smaller thing, but that, but I wasn't communicating it. So the same way you would advocate for anything, just be an advocate. If you put the stencil on and it feels too big or it doesn't look right, this is on your body forever. And I've known multiple people who put the stencil on and then they get nervous they don't, they feel like they're annoying the tattoo artist by redoing it or making it smaller or redrawing it. And like, fuck that. Like think about something for as long as you can think about where you want it to be. Sometimes it'll pop in your head and you're like, that just feels right. And I understand that. And something, there's something cathartic about that. And if that's what you need to do, go fucking do it. But I would just put it in a place that's not, I always say like, don't take up prime real estate with small with or with big last minute tattoos because now I'm now like all my prime real estate is taken up and those are the ones that I'm getting removed. I would just put together a little idea in your head and think about it for a while. So you're confident about it. So when you do actually get it, you're like, oh, it's exactly what I wanted. Like this is what like it's something that feels like more of an accomplishment instead of like a very weird mistake. Spirit Society takes all natural recognizable ingredients and packs them into a convenient sparkling canned cocktail that you can take anywhere. You know me, you know I love a roadie. Big roadie girl over here. Especially in the evening when we go on our booze cruises. These are low-calorie, low-sugar drinks 
with 6% ABV and they are guaranteed delish. Spirit Society was just named the best canned cocktail by USA Today. And it comes in five iconic flavors to choose from. We got grapefruit, which is my personal favorite, blood orange, peach, pineapple, which is what my mommy loves, and lemon. So you really can't go wrong. Don't know what to try first? Why don't you get the Spirit Society variety pack? It has a nice little A pack, which features all four of the original flavors. Add peach to your cart to complete the whole set. I'm telling you, I love nothing more than a canned cocktail, and these are absolutely delicious. I like to bring them to parties. I like to get subscriptions like this for my friends for holiday gifts. And I love a spritz. Hello. Have you seen me? I love a spritz. So knowing that I can grab these little spritz society cocktails, bring them with me anywhere, and that they're low calorie, low sugar is it's just magnificent. And thanks to our friends over at Spritz Society, you can try their iconic sparkling cocktails for 10% off by using the code BEST on SpritzSociety.com. That's code BEST for 10% off on SpritzSociety.com. That is S-P-R-I-T-Z Society.com. Healthy living habits can take effort and they can take time, but they're very important. Change can be, you know, challenging. Implementing a new thing into your routine can be annoying. That's why the new wellness brand Better and Better is hot fuego in my life because they embed better health and wellness into just existing habits. And how do they do that? I'll tell you this. They have a science-backed two-in-one natural vegan toothpaste, but this just isn't any regular toothpaste because Better and Better's toothpaste is formulated to the strictest clean ingredient standards with safe, gentle, vegan, natural, organic ingredients you'll recognize. They removed all the bad stuff. So there's no sodium lauryl sulfate, no parabens, no GMOs, no gluten, no harsh abrasives, no artificial colors, flavors, or preservatives. And it's infused with a dose of vitamins. Isn't that incredible? So simply by brushing your teeth, something that you're already doing twice a day for two minutes, with Better and Better's Energy and Immunity toothpastes, you get a little microdose of vitamins. Specifically, vitamin two, specifically vitamins B12 and D3 in their energy formula and vitamins C, E, and zinc in their immunity formula. Particularly valuable as we head into cold and flu season, especially if you're traveling or you just need a little boost. And the great thing about using Better and Better's vitamin-infused toothpaste is that you just brush your teeth normally and you get the little dose of vitamins. And it absorbs through sublingual and transbuchal absorption, which is below your tongue and through your gums and cheeks, which is actually more effective. There's no swallowing of pills, no new habits to create, no extra costs. This is very good if you have a partner in your life who refuses to take a vitamin like mine. I mean, I have to be very forceful about it. So listen, you can try Better and Better's Vitamin Infused Toothpaste or any of their oral care products and save with this exclusive offer for my listeners. Just use code BEST at checkout for 20% off your first order. Visit betterandbetter.com to learn more about the science behind their toothpaste and their super clean ingredients and get to shopping. It's 20% off your first order, betterandbetter.com with code BEST. Another question is the biggest shift that I noticed between me and Davide when bringing the baby into the picture. I would really like to tell you guys that it's just been wonderful. I don't, I, I like, I feel like guilt saying that um, because obviously it's not the case for many people, but everyone's situation is so completely different. And somebody sent me a nasty comment the other day and it was like, not everybody has 
their mom to help them. Like we moved in here because my dad died and I got married here like quickly and last minute after he passed away because we needed to do it legally before our like big wedding for visa reasons. And like I was a newlywed in my childhood bedroom, which is (laughs) off the TV room next to the main entrance of our home and next to the only bathroom for guests and the bath. Like, so I remember there was like one day where we were having sex and my brother last minute stopped by. He pulled up the driveway. The window of that bedroom looks out to the driveway. His friends came in to use the restroom and they were sitting in the TV room. It was like early on a Saturday morning. I was like surrounded or like, you know, we would like watch. I remember one night we like watched sing with my mom and then we like got into bed and we like started like trying to make out with David and he was like, we literally just watched sing with your mom. Like, how am I like there? There are literally few nights because we didn't really live together until he moved here and my dad died two weeks later. And then we went back. We then we were here for a month and then went back to my place in Venice to finish off the lease, which was like two months. Like David and I have not been alone as a married couple that many nights, except for when we like go and travel. So like my, and by the way, like I haven't even talked about the intense adjustments. It took years for us. I mean, we've had blowout fights. I've been in the middle of them a million times. Even this morning I left to work out and go straight from work to a shoot. And I had like had to pack up the car with the props for the shoot. And I was like, mom, are you good to like bring Carmela to daycare? And she was like, yeah, I got it. But then like, you know, making her breakfast was taking longer and Davide was upstairs. And then he was like, why isn't the baby daycare yet? And she was like, well, nobody's helping me. And he's like, I didn't know you needed help. And she's like, I didn't want to bother him. It was like a whole, there's, there are communication issues across the board. She also lives completely differently than us. Like of course she does. She's a 72 year old adult woman. We all live a different way. So like she doesn't need that much and that really bothers him. And she's a little bit messier, but she's like really good at then, you know, she gets annoyed that we don't water the plants and like take care of like, they're, they're so, you know, she'll like compare him to my dad. And I'm like, dude, he is completely different than my dad. Also, my dad was a dentist and he was like home at five every day and like only worked every other Friday because it's high like where Davide's never only working all the time. So that adjustment, like, yes, we are able to live a life that allows us to do a lot more things than if we did not have a other whole person living here. But please understand that like that comes with the other side of things truly. And I think like, it's often one of those situations where there's like, especially this morning, like there's too many cooks in the kitchen and listen, at the end of the day, it's a fucking complete dream that she's here, but it's not something that many people could do. And it doesn't come with, you know, fights and us having like, you know, a little bit of like an, a different kind of sex life because my mom is in the same fucking house at all times. It's not like she like goes on trips and like, she's like a homebody. So now that I've gotten that off my chest, that's some context. We've never been closer. And I, and what I want to say truly, which was a, a huge 
a huge game changer for us was that we truly discussed at length the kind of parents we wanted to be and set up a lot of boundaries around not fighting about the baby. And this is what we also bring up all the time is like really being careful with the partner that you pick because even last night we were at dinner and, you know, it's my mom, the baby and I and Davide and she was sitting on my lap. I could feel her like farting. And then I was like, Ooh, that's poop. And Davide was like, I got it. And just like got up and changed her where, you know, it's, he's like a true partner where someone else would be like, Oh, I'm like eating. I don't want to go do that right now. Obviously sometimes she doesn't like to lay in a strange place and get her diaper changed. It's not the easiest thing to do. So, I mean, he got up and went to the bathroom and I was like, what a good fucking partner. But we had talked about that when I was pregnant and before I got pregnant, he'd be like, I'm the type of person who's always going to help you. Like, I don't mind doing those things. I know I'm going to work a lot. So when I'm not working, I want to be with her as much as possible. And we made a lot of rules about not fighting over baby stuff, which is very, very fucking hard, especially in the newborn stage when you're both really tired. But there's no need for us to fight over shit that we can talk out. It just adds so much stress to an already stressful situation. So we really like often think, take a deep breath. How can I help you? Of course, there are times where we fight. But if there are times where we're fighting about the baby, we definitely don't want to do it in front of the baby. We definitely won't do it in front of other people. I think so often you see couples just like snapping at each other like, well, I told her no. You told her yes. And what are you doing? We need to get in the car. Like, you know, a lot of empty threats. Like I remember one time we were at like a kid's birthday party and there was, you know, a kid like wilding out and Davide was like watching the parents try to navigate around this thing. The kid was tired. It had too much sugar, but the parents were fighting because the one parent was like, we need to leave. Like, she's not listening to me. I told her to put the phone down. I, I told her we were going to leave if she didn't. And the dad was like, I don't want to leave. I'm having a good time. And then they started fighting about it because she felt like he wasn't having her back. And we got in the car and we were like, okay. Davide was like, what would you do in that situation? And I was like, well, I wouldn't, I would, I would pull you aside and say, you know, Carmela's doing X, Y, and Z, like this is happening. And I am going to need you to back me up on it. And he was like, totally like, and then he said to me, listen, if there's a time where I say, Hey, if you don't stop doing that, we're going home. And I say it twice you have to come when I say we're going home. I don't care how much fun you're having. We need to go home. And I agreed. And I was like, maybe there will be times where I can take an Uber. But yes, I will have your back on that because we didn't want to give her empty threats and show that like we were misaligned, you know, so she could like, and there will be many times that we're misaligned. We're not perfect at all. But I think, you know, knowing what kind of partner you have. I mean, I have friends whose husbands sleep next to them in the newborn stage with eye masks on and earphones in and are like, I'll see you in the morning. And that is very good for them as a couple. That is what works for them. That is what necessary for them. That's what she prefers. She's like, I just want to breastfeed, get this kid changed, go back to sleep. I don't need all the hoopla where Dobby day, anytime I kind of woke up, he would be like, are you okay? And then he'd wake up and change a diaper after I fed. So I, I mean, there's just a million different ways to do it. But I would definitely enter your relationship understanding what kind of partner you have. So you can't like fight over it. I, you know what I mean? I'm going to give you one of my 
not so secrets because I talk about it all the time. One of the biggest ways that I'm able to manage stress is by making my gut health a priority. I had an entire episode on this with the founder of Just Thrive. I cannot tell you how much I admire this company and what they are doing. So my go-to clinically proven probiotic gut support is the Just Thrive probiotic. And why you ask? Well, that's because Just Thrive has more clinical research than anybody else in the industry, which I like to hear. It's incredibly effective, award-winning, and it has happy hormone power, which is what I need. And for next level stress busting, which I was talking about before, they now have Just Thrive's breakthrough product, which is called Just Calm. And there's literally proof. It's just in four weeks, Just Calm's proprietary ingredients reduced perceived stress, improved memory, and diminished fatigue. And it can even encourage focus and flow. It is truly the best stress management. It is built for our modern stress-filled world. Just Thrive is really like changing the game with the supplement industry because there's no fake marketing. There's no claims. It's just real scientifically proven results. Go check out that episode. If you're ready to up your game and feel your best, you can get 15% off this dynamic duo, which promise me you're going to go take it, please. Promise me. And then DM me and tell me how much you love it. And I can say, thank you. It is a joy to be able to provide you with this information. So again, if you want 15% off this dynamic duo or any of their products, just go to justthrivehealth.com and use code PIA at checkout. As an adult who now has to be very careful about every penny she spends, I have to be responsible for my child. I realized every month I was spending so much money on subscriptions that I had forgot that I signed up for and had no clue about. And it was a giant pain in the ass to cancel them. And that is why I love using Rocket Money, which is formerly known as Truebill, which you have seen me post about and talk about at length. Because let me tell you something, canceling an Amazon subscription, like, cause I had three of them is like <laughs> just as hard as like applying to college. It's unbelievable. And that's why I love using rocket money because it goes through all of your subscriptions. It shows them in one place and it cancels what you don't want for you. Rocket money can even find subscriptions that you didn't know that you were paying for, which there were many. And you can even find out if you've been double charged for a subscription and to cancel a subscription, like I said, you just press cancel and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They also give me updates about negotiating subscriptions for me. And they'll say something like, hey, you're a New York Times subscription. You're overpaying for it, Pia. Let us get you the best price. So listen, you can cancel unnecessary subscriptions with Rocket Money today. Just go to rocketmoney.com slash Pia. Seriously, I'm telling you, it could save you hundreds per year. That is rocketmoney.com slash Pia. Okay. What are your favorite or what is your favorite aspect of working with LPA? Well, you know, I think it's funny. I've really been interested in, I don't know. I, I feel like always bad about promoting so much shit. Cause it's like, obviously I have 
brands that I love to work with and I have LPA and I have the podcast and we have the olive oil and I have Davide's brand. I'm like, fuck, like how many things can I push down people's throats? And LPA didn't have a designer for so long that the clothes were good, but they weren't like, you know, I wasn't dying over them the way I am now. Now we have Chloe. I think today was a good example of kind of my favorite moment. Like we had a shoot today and just seeing the clothes come to life and just seeing them on people in real life. I mean, there's just no better. I definitely take for granted what I do because I'm very like, you know, LPA is like, you know, there's so many like cool brands that are doing like fashion shows and do this and do that. And like, there's, you know, I get like, I get all like, I'm stupid. Like it's stupid. And then I'm like, no, it's not because it's clothes that are beautiful and that so many, I mean, the brand does fucking great, you know, and, and like all those big events and these big things like don't always equal sales. Right. I mean, I think I would hope a lot of you would know that, but like all these things that happen on the internet, like does not at all mean that there's a profitable company. There's so many different aspects to making a brand. And it's really good to invest in those things for a while. But at some point it's like, you know, you need a brand to make money. You got to pay. It's like, it's all very complicated. I don't think people think of the gazillion different decisions that go into having a brand all the time. And I truly, truly just really love when I see someone wearing the clothes or really like when I post, when I post something on Instagram and like one of my friends is like, Oh, I love that. I'm like, really? Oh my God. Like, that's amazing. Okay, there was a lot of questions on here about Weight Watchers, now known as WW. And someone asked me if I'm still doing 80-20 with it. And absolutely I am. I think I think doing WW as an 80-20 lifestyle is so impactful because I know that at least five days of the week, you know, or at least 80% of the time, I'm on it. I've eaten tons of vegetables. I've eaten tons of beautiful protein and eggs and avocado and like greens and things that are so good for me and nourish my body and help balance my hormones and help me with my PCOS. But I also don't want to be somebody who gets like stressed over things. And by the way, like you can eat anything on WW just in a certain quantity. Right. And then, you know, if there's like, I also, it's why WW is so good. It's like, I feel no guilt. Right. Because if I like last night, I, my mom, David and I shared an ice cream sundae. So I had like three bites of an ice cream sundae. It was delicious. I also had salmon for dinner with bok choy. And then I had a salad to start. And for lunch, I had chicken and avocado and salad with like a bunch of cucumber and a little bit of olive oil. Like that was zero points. My breakfast was eggs. That was zero points. My dinner was almost totally zero points. So I can just logically think to myself, okay, what I've had today is around a lot of zeros for sure. But outside of that, I've eaten food that is just so nourishing and so good for me all day. And if I want to have some dessert afterwards, 
fuck it, whatever. I'm going to have it. And I know that like, by the way, within WW, like, you know, you can have those things. And then outside of that, like, obviously I have the PCOS aspect. So I try to limit, you know, they tell you to like limit sugar and carbs. But even if you follow like Dr. Casey, who I had on the podcast, she's the founder of Levels, which is all about blood sugar. So, you know, I had the ice cream. I didn't feel bad about it, but I made sure that I like walked around the parking lot a little bit. And when I got home, I didn't just like lay down. I like anytime you eat something like that, that can spike your blood sugar, especially for PCOS, it's really good to just like walk it off and drink a bunch of water. And then I took my parallel PCOS formula because it has berberine in it and like different things that help with like with blood sugar. I also had a little trick and I asked for walnuts on top of the ice cream because that helps balance your blood sugar. So it's just kind of like the more, you know, but it says it's not obsessive. I was just like, mm. so I'm like enjoying this like bites of ice cream and like eating the walnuts, which are so good. And then I was like, oh, I ate so many delicious things today. And I just felt like free. And like, it's all not like that deep. You know what I mean? And I, I think alleviating that stress and understanding what you're consuming um, has been very freeing and really helpful. Very, very helpful. And I definitely think that like, it's because you can have like a beautiful slice of pizza, but then just make sure you get it with vegetables or you have lots of salad, like vegetables and salads, all like zero points. And by the way, if you eat a certain amount of vegetables, you get a point back, which I think is incredible. I don't know. The whole thing is just very helpful and free, which I just said already. Do you ever take a CBD product because you need to wind down? You need to sleep. You had a big work day tomorrow. You've had a long day and you're laying in bed and you take a CBD and you're just like, I don't know if this is working. And then you kind of like toss and turn all night. Well, we need to change that. If you've ever wondered if your CBD was working, that means it's not. Next, Evo Naturals has developed a smart sorb technology, which is clinically proven to help your body absorb CBD four times better than regular CBD oil because oil just doesn't mix with our water-based body. It works faster too. So when you're trying to get sleep, you won't waste time wondering, is it working? This is imperative for me because I will lay in bed for an hour. Listen, most CBD oil achieves between a 2 and 10% absorption, which means that more than 90% of what you think you're getting is actually wasted. Also, it's just like a giant waste of time and money. Next, Evo Naturals are scientifically formulated to deliver more CBD in a way your body can actually use it and very fast, proven 29 times better absorption in the first 30 minutes. They have a triple action CBD sleep that helps you get more refreshing sleep naturally. First, it starts with the smart sorb CBD to calm your mind. Then they add fast acting melatonin, my fave, to get you to sleep. Plus it's controlled release melatonin. Because you know, sometimes you'll pass out for melatonin and then you wake up in the night. So you need the release, the slow release. So you need the controlled release melatonin to sleep longer and wake up refreshed. Or you can try their delicious strawberry flavored sleep support CBD complex gummies to help you fall asleep quickly. Get a better night's sleep, get a better night's rest, a better day tomorrow with products from Next Evo Naturals. 25% off subscription orders of $40 or more. Please use promo code BEST at nextevo.com. That is N E X T. 
evo.com promo code best. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. You seem to be able to characterize Davide's negative qualities very calmly. How do you separate recognizing those behaviors without letting them ignite a fight or making you question him. So, because I know I've said he's like a hot-headed Italian. Um, I'm hot-headed. We all have our shit. I don't know. I mean, I can think of five couples in my head right now where we've been at dinner or out with them and a husband said something that pissed off a wife or one partner said something to piss off the other partner and there's like a snappy moment or somebody gets pissed or I mean, how many of my girlfriends or guy friends have called me to complain about their partners? Like, I think what is very important and I'd actually like to do an entire podcast on this is like my parents fought a lot when I was growing up. Not a lot. Sorry. My parents would fight. Everyone's parents have their shit. Some parents fight quietly. Like I have a friend whose parents got a divorce like three years ago and she had no clue because they would never openly fight. My parents would openly fight. Do I want to do that to Carmela? No, for sure not. But because it was, you know, I didn't like it. Um, I wouldn't hide it from her either. Right. I'm not going to like never let her hear us yell. I think I think the, you know, hopefully we all just learn from what we didn't like from our childhood and we try our best to make the best decisions. So hopefully somewhere in the middle is fine. But I think explaining to her that fighting is a natural part of life is a healthy way to talk about it. I always thought fighting was bad. And so when I became an adult and started dating, which I didn't do until I was 18, when I would get in fights, like literally up until I've had four boyfriends and it happened with Davide, we would get into a fight and I would be like, fine, I guess we're just going to break up. Fine. I guess you just don't want to be with me. And he'd be like, what? Where, how, where'd you get that from? And I think that is the worst way for me to just shut down our conversation and to completely not hear him. What a fucked up thing for me to do. It's so rude of me. It's completely belittling to him because he's trying to communicate with me. So really, like there are some times where it's like, you like, okay, we're going to fight, you know, and it hasn't happened in a long time, knock on wood. There have definitely been stages of our relationship where we've had moments where we were fighting a lot. And that's totally fucking normal. How are you supposed to live 40, 50 years with someone and grow into, you know, out of young adulthood into like real adulthood and go through your 40s and menopause and all these things and 
life changes and kids and work. I mean, think about how fuck, like if we're stressed about shit in our twenties, imagine having like a mortgage and like losing your job or like somebody passing away. I mean, there's so many things that could happen. And so instead of shutting down, I really try to recognize, okay, this is a fight that's just for the sake of fighting or I'll be like, okay, we're, we really need to hear each other here and have been able to get really good conversation going in situations where they used to not. I mean, even yesterday, like something so dumb, we were like, wanted to watch something and he was like, I don't want to watch that. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to look at TikTok then because I love TikTok. <laughs> like it was like at the end of the day after we'd eaten dinner or something, you know? And then he was like, okay, do you want to watch that thing? And I was like, you said you didn't want to. And like, I kind of already had my screen time and I'm like trying to wind down. And he was like, what? And it, I, it was like a dumb thing. And I was like, Hey, you're kind of snapping at me. You told me that you didn't want to watch this thing. I did my own thing. You do your own thing. It's okay. Like just these like dumb little things that could have been like, well, you're not listening to me. And I didn't say that. And blah, 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 blah. So I think that I know that Davi Day has a lot of passion. That's why I married him. He has a lot of passion for everything. He gets very wound up about work stuff. He gets very wound up about loving me. He gets very wound up about fighting. He's a very wound up person. He gets wound up about relaxing. I chose to have that kind of life. I work better with that kind of life. I don't want someone who's kind of more even keeled and doesn't show a lot this way or that way. So for me, knowing that my husband is totally that kind of person, I don't need to have a moment where I need to like separate that quality from him or question who he is. I just need to hear him and I need to allow for some grace because I would want him to do that with me because there are times where I'm just mad and he's like, you're just mad right now. And now we know how to navigate around it, but everybody's going to have some sort of quote unquote bad quality. And I think you could save yourself by, you know, clearly within a healthy boundary, making sure that nobody's hurting you or verbally abusing you or anything like that. Cause that I don't stand for. But I think once you, you know, have a relationship with someone and you see how each other's fight, it becomes like a dance. And there's times where you sometimes you just need to fucking fight. And there's sometimes where you really need to work things out. There's sometimes where maybe one person just needs to be heard. And there's times to say, hey, what you said earlier or this or that, like, or within the fight, hey, I'm not, I'm fucking cutting it off here. That's a boundary for me. We're not doing that ever again. You know, if somebody takes it too far or says something, whatever. So that's just a part of life. And I don't, I don't want to categorize him. You know, if I say, oh, he's hotheaded, that means that he's like some, has some negative quality. He's extremely passionate and that's who he is. And there's many people like that in the world. And that's what I chose and I'm happy for it. And I love him for it. And, you know, I think all of us need to give each other grace 
in fighting and not completely shut down and make it worse because it can honestly end a lot sooner than it needs to, I think, in most cases. All right. We good? Was any of that helpful? Let me know. Let me know in the comment section or the review section. God, the comment section. Like and subscribe, (laughs) please. If you like this podcast, go ahead and leave me a review. I love you guys. I'm so thankful to do this every week. Ciao, ciao. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes this week's episode of Everything is the Best. I hope you enjoyed it. Please rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff. Maybe leave a comment. But remember, shitty comments are for shitty people. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Pia Barangini. And I hope you have a fabulous, fabulous rest of your day. Love you. Ciao. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.